Is this because of the duck thing? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, oh. I've not taken this hoodie off in a month and a half. And then when you're done, you feel the most shamed ever. There we go. Always professional. What the, the story fuck is even classic, happening? Classic sort of story. It came out to high critical claim. And it's Pokemon Snap. If you're pressed to take, it goes <laughs> Like, what Buddy. is going Buddy, on? I was on, I was on edibles. <laughs> Not a pornography. This is a podcast. Uh, and you got the name wrong again. I, I like your duck shirt. Thanks. It's a duck. You know, now that you said that, we really should have been doing it the whole time. It just, You're right. It makes sense. And You're right. I know. But we, we're not that smart. Uh, welcome to Two Dads and a Podcast. The podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about things. Things that, that we somewhat stuff. we enjoy most of the time. You Sometimes know, we talk about we things we don't enjoy. Yeah, but today we're talking about things we do enjoy. And yes, probably, I challenged is, you. Is it our favorite video game, maybe? Oh, it's my favorite time? series. My favorite series. Uh, fair enough. There we go. Favorite series of series, all time. Series, because individual us. video game, it's, that's tough. But favorite whole series, yeah, yes. I mean, I think Kingdom Hearts 2 would be on a top five of video, favorite oh, yeah. video games oh, hands of down. all time. Hands down. But, so, like, but yeah, series. Yeah, I, I, challenged, I challenged Felix this week with top five five keyblades keyblades yeah and you yeah made, um you I, I made it a little harder a i took away them. a couple and, and the only fine. ones I that I, I i took away were ones that you absolutely could not wield in any you way know, shape and, or form and some of them i weren't i would you don't even get introduced to unless if you play the main three games you don't get introduced to some yeah. of these till number three anyways so it's not like you have that emotional connection to them so it sort of it was probably a good way to go for it anyways but yeah. number number five i chose was a newer uh introduction because it wasn't released till a final mix and that's the one-winged angel that you oh, get yeah. after defeating Sephiroth. Now, did you actually ever defeat Sephiroth? I, I did, yeah. Uh, with with George. Not in the final yet, because I haven't played through the final. Oh, remix. I think you told me about that. Because I remember growing up, I, I had you... Who else did I have? Jesse. And I feel like it was there was one other person with us. And I had you guys over at my house. And I was like, guys, check it out. I could beat Sephiroth now. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I beat it. I mean, it took a whole day, you know, uh, of getting the <laughs> patterns and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, but once down. you do, his patterns really aren't that difficult. But that's why it's on the list, just because it is such a long process to get. I mean, I mean, it's just a tough battle. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it, you, you slip off Kingdom once Hearts and it can one, ruin your whole Sephiroth whole was the hardest, honestly, the hard, one of the hardest fights in all of Kingdom Hearts. In For all real. of the games. There are a couple that are harder, for sure, especially in the final mix versions of the games and stuff. Uh, and the the DLC, the Remind DLC that they came out with for Kingdom Hearts 3. But yeah, yeah. Sephiroth is still one of those really hard fights. And it's namely hard, like, one of the hardest fights because you, you go into it and the rest of the game has been not really all that bad. And you go in to right. fight Sephiroth and just get obliterated in the first hit. And you're like, wait, what the hell just happened? Yeah, you don't really expect it if you don't know it's coming. But it, it's it's based off, the design is based off of Sephiroth's Masamune sword. And if you With listen to a previous Meteor episode, being 
that cast. we talked about both Masamune and the Masamune sword. We've talked about them at length in previous podcasts. So go listen we, to we that have... episode if you want to know about the design sort of and, and mm-hmm. the history behind these things. But that's what it cut base, is based off of. And it's a really cool looking sword to begin with. And when you it get is, it, it, it is. it's sort of like it. It's honestly it's not a very gold. good keyblade. Well, <laughs> it's not rated well, but it's critical hit goes off oh, yeah, every time crit is nuts yeah it's so crit is it, nuts and it, it adds what was it like an extra 14 or 16 depending on the the game 15. is it or plus 16. 15 16. plus 16 yeah. base attack to the critical so like it's you get critical the is bonus, obnoxious uh, plus eight strength but you get a negative two mp and it it seems like fool's gold but if you use it right it's really good so probably for the advanced players but that's definitely my five so what's what's yours my number five is, is along a similar vein where it takes a, a long time to get to it and it's the ultima weapon you know yep. how can you how can it you does. not have the the ultima weapon on a top five list for right. a, a true fan it takes such a long time and and you work so hard to get it and it truly is definitely one like the strongest keyblade in pretty much every game it's in now there are a couple here and there in various other games that you know some of yeah, the side games they, they where it's not necessarily the hardest the the or not hardest but the most powerful but it's almost always one of the most challenging to get you yeah. know you've got and to collect a ton of resources to synthesize it and you know do all these extra challenges to get to the point you can even have it but it, it's really useful because when you really dive into the details of the game and you're not just playing it for fun, but you're playing it to really be good at it and unlock shit and get all your achievements. It's one of the longest swords, if not the longest, oh, sorry, swords, keyblades. And that yeah. really oh, makes yeah. a difference when it comes that to length reach. is really, really important especially like kingdom hearts 3 it was the length on that was obnoxious and it was fantastic for that reason you know when you're fighting things it really um, it makes a difference to shave off that extra couple inches you know it really does because you can stay a little bit further away stay out of harm's reach a little bit better so it was yeah it's just a fantastic keyblade i love the design of it too and the design in each game is not the exact same so it kind of changes i I like that the most too yeah i really do you know the design and honestly the design in the first one i thought was really unique because it's literally a sword with a design on it that comes off and makes it look more like a key but it's literally a sword underneath the, the the like lacy look to it and that was a really unique design in one and then they, of course they changed it in two they changed it in you know 3d and three and pretty much every one changed a little bit here and there and it i don't know i just i really like that that it's not it just helps. a copy paste every game as well right so my number four is the kingdom key in whichever form it comes in. It doesn't really matter whether whether it's the star cluster or the kingdom key. Sil- what, what silver or gold, dude. Kingdom key or kingdom key D. Come on. Uh, uh, probably I'd lean towards kingdom key D, but honestly. I, I have that one. I, I just have in, <laughs> it's just the iconic. It's, 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 it's such a simple. It's a key. Yeah. You know, it is the key blade. It's 
the original. It's what you see. It's the first time you see it. And it's, it's just a fantastic, simple design that you immediately fall in love with. Yeah, and that's pretty much why I chose it. It's just because uh, of the iconic standing of it. It's it, d- it doesn't change a whole lot from game to game, but each one they put a little more detail in the hilt grip. They, they in the keychain itself. Keychain, yeah, w- where it becomes uh from this like weird bubbly 3D thing to just a, a flat keychain Mickey emblem, but it looks so much more textured and mm-hmm. 3D real. And that sort of shit just it's what when when people get a keyblade tattooed on them, that's that's the keyblade they get tattooed on them, you know. I mean it's when, not the one you... I'm gonna get, but it is <laughs> it it's the iconic I mean, it is the keyblade. It really is. And, and that's that's the whole point of it. The Kingdom yeah, well, Key is what you think of life had, when had somebody says keyblade. We get, if we were gonna get Kingdom Hearts tattoos, it would be what's that, Palpu fruit? The Palpu fruit, yeah. It'd be that. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. But that's that's my number four. What's yours? My number four is the way to dawn. This is this okay. is Riku's Keyblade. Yeah, and that's that's my number three. Oh, nice. So we can talk dawn. a little more in depth on this one. Yeah, yeah for I, sure, dude. I I I don't know. And specifically, it's the way to dawn. It's not the sword that he had, like the evil yeah, when Riku had in bad. one. Yeah, it's the way to dawn where it actually has that wing on the end, yeah. and the hilt it, is it like. Up the angel wing and the bat wing, you know, and it has, it still has the heartless symbol as the, the keychain, which is yeah. really unique and really cool. And I, I think it's great. It, it shows like, he's not afraid to wear where he's, where, what he's gone through. He's not afraid to wear that. It, exactly. And, and that's, that's the design of it too. You know, it's like, a it looks almost evil if you look at it at first, but the, the actual like key portion of it is you know, an angel wing, well, it's like a demonic looking wing for the actual sword part of it. And like I said, the hilt has a mix of an angel wing and the demon wing. And it's, it's a true representation of what Riku has gone through and his acceptance that he doesn't walk in the light. He doesn't walk in the dark. He is in between. And that is why it's called the way to dawn. I mean, he's kind of that classic sort of character you need that's just gonna do what it takes to 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 get the job done to get the correct outcome i mean at one point he fully takes on the form of ansem and he he holds the darkness so close to him so he can help sora and Kyrie and mickey at at the best he knows how to and it's so interesting and it's you know like i said it's based on soul eater his sword that he had in kingdom hearts one and he even had that in chain of memories and but that was that was dark that was evil where this truly brings out and shows that that walk between and it is just it's just such a cool design i really enjoy it yeah it looks badass it's it's, really does it was always fun to play as riku too oh yeah oh yeah and and i loved that they they added more of that and like Kingdom Hearts three, uh, three D, the Dream Drop dis- dis- right, the little right. Dream Drop distance, and uh, you know Kingdom Hearts three itself, and it was just yeah. <laughs> I felt like I was just okay. going to keep repeating myself over and over again. So my number three is the Way to Dawn. Way to Dawn. <laughs> oh, or nice. Way to the Dawn. <laughs> and you know i really so what's that's my that's your four my three what's your three my three 
is Fenrir. Nice. So a Fenrir nice is you. You get this beautiful. in Kingdom Hearts two when you beat it's Sephiroth. Like the, the most sword like of the ones that you get. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's based more on like a, a tumbler key lock instead of like the the old fashioned yeah. ones. So it's it's kind of like having a key on your keychain, like an actual key. But it's based so much on a few things, and I love like some of the lore behind it and the design choices they did. You know, the name Fenrir is based on Cloud's motorcycle, but it's right. also Which based based on uh, on wolf yeah, and, Fenrir, uh, a wolf summon in Norse. the Final Fantasy games and Norse mythology. The, yeah. the Norse name is a little bit different than it's not just Fenrir, but that's the the basis of well, where it well, comes that's, from. That's that's the common that's the Westernization yeah. nowadays. And you know, it has the the bandages wrapped around it, which are symbolic both of Cloud having that kind of stuff on his Buster Blade at some point, and the Norse mythology where Fenrir asked to be, he was so powerful that he said, wrap me up and I'll fight. And he ended up breaking out of all of them except for one. So it was so yeah. cool. Like the, just the feel behind it. The keychain is, you know, the wolf head design f- right. from Cloud. And it's honestly one of the most useful into if you know how to do a a proper like build and you want to deal the most possible damage this one had uh, the ability negative combo which you think man why would i want to hit less right but you combo this you do the negative combo on this you do negative combo all the negative combo unlocks you know the abilities that you have and then you have the combo plus where you can just string every finisher together I think it's combo plus. It might not be combo plus, but I, I, I can't remember. Yeah, combo plus and air combo plus abilities. Those are the two. And you chain those together and literally every single hit you do is just a finisher move. And it's obnoxious. And, right. you know, yeah. in Kingdom Hearts... i the next time I chime in. Okay, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you All know, right. Kingdom Hearts 2, the only way you could beat bosses and beat certain enemies is with a finisher so sometimes you could be right there at the end you've had a tough fight and crap he got a good hit on you and you missed a dodge or something and you died when there was literally one hit left plus there are some like those big bouncy ones that are annoying as shit that you just have to get behind and you want to finish off quick while you're behind them it really helps if if you got your timing down for a lot of these things oh yeah be able to control your combos but with this the negative combo plus all the ability based ones you're just literally hitting finisher after finisher after finisher, and it's just so yeah. strong. This was one I used pretty frequently throughout Kingdom Hearts 2 once I learned about that. Yeah. So, so what's your what's your number, number two? Two, mine is Ultima Weapon because yes. of all the things just, we just talked about. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass to get. There was a, the But it was more difficult. Uh, oh, oh you you froze really bad. Yeah, <laughs> I froze. Okay, yeah, my computer froze. I didn't freeze. I'm. I, I was moving just fine in person. No, I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, it's just it's a pain in the ass to get, and once you do, you feel so accomplished. It's just such a long journey to go through that I just felt most attached to it. And like you said, Definitely. it looks cool as fuck, and it's just it, it's not broken, but it's so strong. 
It's yeah, and and like I said, oftentimes it's not the most powerful in both strength and magic. So if you have a magic only build, no, but there are some see, keyblades that are better for magic. That's but why I loved it. The it was very more balanced. than others because I don't give a fuck about magic in most of these games. I want strength, and this gave me most strength. And, and the the recoil was pretty good. The the bonuses and the crit rate was pretty good. The design in Kingdom Hearts three was really cool too. I like how they. Yeah. Changed from like that that blue and teal and white, and they went to the red and white and, and red and orange. Yeah, like yeah. I, I really enjoyed that that new take, and it kind of I feel like the design on it, you know, with it evolving per game and the slight changes and more detail they added to it, it was kind of symbolic right. of Sora's growth throughout the series as well. I had something and I forgot something, so on to the next one. <laughs> Well, that would be my number two. Does nobody else? Does somebody else have a number two before we get to anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Uh, If you if you email us, we'll get it after the episode airs, which is fine. Then I'll crumble it up and throw it in the trash. The whole computer. (laughs) But anyway, my number two. I know what it it is. Named after the the it was based off of a or named after a sword in Final Fantasy. Not obviously the design wasn't based off of it, but it was it was another one that's like a lot of these have deep roots in to the final fantasy world which, which a lot i really of appreciate because you know yeah. especially with kingdom hearts 3 where there wasn't a lot of final fantasy in it there was right. there was still that lore there was still that the the references with the magic and the abilities and the weapons and stuff so yeah and i mean it's not like so many of them have that in it like the like the what, what is it called the lion's heart it is sort of based off of leon's gun yeah blade. yeah it's got the revolver in the hilt and that which is really cool and shit like that but yeah so that's that's all i had to add that's gotcha. it you go ahead you number two it my number two is oath keeper this one fantastic is, is such a fun design and it kind of shows the the light that 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 kind of yeah. light connection that Sora has with Kyrie, and you know there's a lot of kind of uh lore and stuff in here too that goes along with even Roxas who as you know if you've played is Sora's nobody and it, it's such a really simple design you know you have the little angel wings on the hilt and it's just a simple white with a semicircle style like key and it's got a couple hearts here and there on it and the keychain is the lucky charm it's like the little like fake palpu fruit that Kyrie gives sora back on uh what was it traverse town i think is when he yeah, gets traverse it town. um and the secret waterway and you know she gives that to him and and it's just a good luck charm, but it turns into this keychain for him that turns into one of the more powerful magic based keyblades in the game. So if you have a magic build, this is a fantastic early early keyblade for you and even later you know in like kingdom hearts 2 and kingdom hearts 3 they had the form boosts where your forms lasted longer which was of course 
fantastic. Who who doesn't want their more powerful forms to last even longer? Yeah, no doubt. My my number one is Oathkeeper. Very nice. Because I'm a hopeless romantic. And yeah, that's it's so it's such a cute is. little story behind it. The and entire... I love that the and, and again the evolution of the design through the games. You know, yeah. in Kingdom Hearts one, it goes from this little little flat like paper looking key keychain, and by the third one, it's more detailed. It's like flower petals with a little Sora head on it, and it's kind of cute. This Keyblade really represented uh, their love together. And it really, really did. It was it was such a gift. You know, it felt like Sora received her heart when, when she gave it to him. And like you said, it was after, uh, what, Hallow Bastion and Traverse Town. And mm-hmm. every moment that they have is really connected deeply. And it's it's the story of the entire thing. It, it's it's the whole fucking game. It, it's all. It really all is. Three games, that is Kingdom all, Hearts. All the off- offshoots all the in-betweens like that's that's the game and that's why this is my number one it represents it's the representation of the whole fucking game man and and one thing that i really like about it too is it's one of the few keyblades that pretty much doesn't change design at all throughout the entire series the only thing that kind of changes by kingdom hearts 3 is like the key portion of it changes like they get a little bit darker and that's pretty much it so like the white teeth turn like a they're a darker purple but it it really shows that they're you know again it's that symbolism you know as as felix was just talking about it's that symbolism of the entire series and how strong their bond was the entire time there's no change yeah so what what, wait so what's your number one my number one is oblivion ah the counterpart kind of to oath tie the two together when i did my segment yeah but they are two separate keyblades so well, I mean, watching the dual wield with the two of them is one of the coolest. Oh, man. Oh, shit, man. man. And so the story behind Oathkeeper and Oblivion as well is the ones that Roxas wields are formed yeah. between his original style one, his original Keyblade that he has turns into Oblivion and the one that Xion gives him turns into Oathkeeper. So so, so, so why do you it, put Oblivion above Oathkeeper? Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Because okay. it, it just, Cause... it's so cool. It, you know, it's so badass looking. I love the gothic style design. Of yeah, it. it is one of the coolest looking blades. And honestly, that's game. what really holds it a little above because I used it more often in the game as well. So that's well, why yeah, I put I, that I one above. I never really used Oathkeeper. Yeah. My, like, like the, the sole reason I love it is just because the I story behind I used them it. together. And I, yeah, I did right. use them together because they both had, you know, the extra boost. So when you were in a form, and that, Oathkeeper that was kept the, the form other, longer. Yeah, the other final form. And Which final form was that? I shit, It's been so long since I've played. Well, Kingdom Hearts 2 had fine. It was just called Ooh. Final Form. And that was the silver one where you kind of floated in the air. And he was just like... Right. Right, ultra right. badass looking and they didn't add oblivion and Oathkeeper into kingdom hearts 3 until the dlc came out yeah and you had to I do some harder challenges in order to get them and you only get them in new game plus so once you get See, them i gotta i gotta i gotta jump into that because i haven't played the dlc for <laughs> but they they Which each is... had their own respective form where right. Oathkeeper had the light form of course oblivion had dark form but when you got to the second part because Kingdom Hearts 3, you had
had like your beginning and then if you did enough attacks you kind of went into the next level of the form right it went into what was called double form and it dual wielded so if you had both yeah. of them in you could have I that like style dual. that dual wield with the classic oblivion and Oathkeeper. and we were talking oh, about yeah. tattoos earlier my tattoo is going to be that cross of them right. crossed on top of each other and because it's so iconic you think kingdom hearts 2 you picture immediately the oblivion and Oathkeeper keyblades roxas and or sora wielding them both and i like roxas I love that duality of that light and dark between them. We talked about yeah. it a little bit with The Way to the Dawn. And this is this is kind of Sora's version of that duality. Aww, TD, our number ones. Oh, Rock. snap. It did. Aw. You're the Stop light. It. You're the light to my darkness. You're the dark to... All right, guys, thank you so much for listening this week. If you have a top five Keyblades, please let us know. You can reach out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, email at 2dep2020 at gmail.com. And don't forget to like <laughs> and review. And I, he's just pretending to be frozen. No, I didn't freeze that time. <laughs> and I wasn't so, muted either. So thank you so much, guys, fun. for listening. And as always, we'll catch you next time. I really like the lightsabers better, though, than the Keyblades, which brings me to um, getting the ground moving on a KOTOR 3 game. Really getting that ball rolling. We need to grassroots this thing, man. We need- All right. He's muted. I, I, don't, uh, I don't know why he does this every time. Every time. You know our listeners uh, have just been sitting in silence for like the last two minutes, right? Because you're muted and I wasn't talking. <laughs> we love you all.